When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Good afternoon. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are here in our West Loop studios. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure you hit us up in the chat. Make sure if you are watching us on YouTube right now, you smash that like button. Let us know you're there. Hit that like button. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Subscribe to the page and, of course, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast i'm going to initially right off the bat apologize for my voice fighting mm-hmm. a little bit of a cold uh guys i have covid sorry i didn't tell you ah, before the show yeah well <laughs> yeah no yeah. i'm fine no 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 covid uh feeling i feel fine i just sound like crap yeah so instead of just bad hockey takes which is what everyone's used to for me my voice <laughs> is also going to sound bad that's fine. So. You got that. You got that gravelly. <laughs> yeah, you know that right. gravelly, the rugged gravelly voice. Going sure. On. Yeah, it's all right. This team doesn't doesn't deserve your best voice. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That'll uh, show them. So here's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna have a little bit of fun. Uh, if you missed it earlier this week, uh, that would be yesterday. Actually, my Blackhawks beat piece came out. Comes out every Tuesday morning at eight thirty. Unless I've got some big story going. Um, I had handed out my awards at the 25 game mark, which is not quite the quarter season, but for convenience, we're going to call it the quarter season. Uh, we're going to do MVP. We're going to do best forward, best defenseman, biggest surprise, and biggest disappointment of the season so far. And we'll uh, we'll also dive into some other territory as well. But we're going to start the show with what we ended last night's show with, uh, Lucas Reichel. Lucas Reichel has been sent back to Rockford, so his call-up, for one game, of course, very brief. And despite the Hawks saying when he's here, he'll be here. Kind of what we speculated, saying this is a, you know, injury-only sort of a situation. Reichel goes back to Rockford. So I want to get your uh, temperatures on that, fellas, and before we get into the awards. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to be uh, rabbled up and upset that Kyle Davidson said, when he's up, he's up, and he's here for good. And they only brought him up for one game, like 10 hours, basically, with the team. Um, but then there's another part of me that's just like, okay. So I, I, I think it, him being up into the, at the NHL level at this point of the season, while it would probably do him some good to play with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane as long as possible this season, like we, like we talked about last show, there's also no guarantee that he would even be put in that situation. That's Again, that's up to Luke Richardson. But I think the way he's been playing in the AHL this season, um, you get him the opportunity to play more than 13, 14 minutes a night. You give him an opportunity to play 20 minutes a night as the go-to guy on an IceHogs team that has found their offense that has been hiding for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, and they're you know they're they're playing competitive hockey. They're winning games. Um, that's that's the right environment for him to be in. Um, I just, and yeah, I, I think now 
is if the call is to be up in the NHL for the rest of the season, I think now would even be a little early because it, it's. I, I feel like there's just too much of the season of losing for him to experience. I think being in Rockford a little bit longer, being in that winning environment, that competitive winning environment a little bit longer will be good for him. Um, yeah, that's where I, that's where I leave it at. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm not I'm not upset at all or surprised to be honest with you. I think when his call up, his permanent call up, is made, it's going to be a little more calculated, a little more fanfare will be made out of it. Mm-hmm. It will be, you know, a couple of days before a game, so he could actually practice. And yeah, it, uh, I think it was more of, <clears throat> hey, Taves can't go. We need an offensive guy. Let's give this to Lucas to be like, hey, yeah, we were critical of you about a month ago, but you've picked it up. You're, you're now we're going to give you a little reward and say, hey, you know, we we noticed what you're doing. We haven't forgot about you, right? But now you got to go back. Ice Hawks play tonight. They play against the first place Milwaukee Admirals tonight. It's a big game. Yeah, they probably want one of their best players. So you know, he took the team flight home. Probably got home back to Rockford three four in the morning and. Hopefully he got his nap and a lunch in today because he's got a big game tonight. And they're back home. Their next game's Friday at home. So we, I was chatting in the um, uh, diehard-only Discord channel with some of our Blackhawks fans. And, you know, some were like, well, I'm surprised Taves is so quick over the flu. Well, the game's not till Friday, but you're also back home. So if he wakes up. If he still feels like crap on Thursday, you could get Lucas yeah. Michael back here on Friday. We also don't know it to. was the flu to be to be right. certain. Flu they said like non cold yeah. non COVID illness. Yeah, he could have what I have See, and just once feel again, run down. You and Jonathan Taves are forever connected. Well, you we've been making out a lot lately. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You know, well, that'll happen. Yeah, I mean, it could. Yeah, it could be a stomach Good bug. Like it could whatever. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, oh, he's sick. It takes two weeks to get over being sick. Like that's usually not yeah, the I mean, case anymore. And the fact that he was possibly considering playing decision, last yeah. night shows you he's probably pretty close right yeah, yeah. so when chuckle muckle brings up a good point he says probably just a one-off litmus test for reichel just to gauge the temperature of his progress i don't think that's necessarily a bad take get him in there watch him for a game and of course it's not an ideal situation but it's a bit of a reward because look if you're calling somebody up from rockford and it's not reichel he's gonna be like come on yeah, maybe. I mean, not that he's a not that he's a guy that's going to stir the pot by any means, but he's going to say like, "Well, come on, like, why should Slavin go up or or someone else?" Yeah, when I'm not when I'm clearly the best and most NHL ready player on this team, I've earned a shot to get a call up here for an injury, and I yeah. think there's some truth to that. But getting a look at him at the NHL level, they're going to send him back with some tape and say, "Okay, you know, here's the stuff we want you to focus on. Here's where we thought you played well. Here's where you could have been better." keep these things in mind as you play and you know everyone's got what i like about the way the hawks run things is that it's an organizational plan mm-hmm. so everyone in rockford is in touch with everybody in chicago working on a plan for development that's a good thing so hey one game give him a look give him a reward and i'm sure he was told like hey this is not a this is he probably knew when he came up yeah he's not gonna stick here for a long time right so yeah I, i'm i'm sure the uh I'm sure it wasn't a surprise to be sent back. Um, I'm sure when he was brought in, they probably said like, "Hey, it'll be. We just need yeah. you for this game, and then you'll come back." And 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 yeah, I, I think if if the if the plan for him 
has been as expressed uh, by you know the the Blackhawks front office to him as much as they said it was in 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 public in the media where you know Kyle Davison was basically saying when he's ready to be in the NHL he's going to be up he's going to be here for the whole whole season mm-hmm. if that is still the plan for the more like you said Greg like the more like thought out planned out official like okay he's up and this is his this is his opportunity to be up now uh for for the remainder of the season if that has been expressed to him i'm sure that like if last night it was Brett Senny that came up for a game and then was sent back like i don't think he would be upset about it um but i mean it it, it can't hurt to like uh like Chaco Mako said, the little litmus test, a little dip your toe in the NHL water, it's, it's, there's no problem in doing that. Well, I was personally excited that he was up because it gave us something new to watch. Right. And yeah. I was hopeful that he would stay, just selfishly. So Because part of the issue with, look, we love our jobs. We say it all the time. We would never change this job for anything else ever. No. Uh, aside from maybe like right wing on the top line, fine. We could talk I'd about be, that. I would trade places with Aaron Judge. Yeah, that would be all right. That'd be okay. Yeah, sure. But but since I can't, I'm happy to be here. 82 games of this will be a grind. And it is a grind. There's no one to, <laughs> there's really no one on this team aside from maybe Khrushchev <laughs> and Soderbloom where you can really kind of watch and say, what's this player going to be two, three, four years down the road? Yeah. Because chances are, if anyone remains, it's probably one of the. It's probably those two. Maybe if you got Reichel here, that's a guy you can at least see as part of the future and watch his development game to game. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, as soon as he's up here for good, we're gonna have whole segments dedicated to his game, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. the Reichel report or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like that's gonna be the primary focus of every post game show we do. Is how was Lucas Reichel tonight? Mm-hmm. That will be the biggest story. So selfishly, I wanted it to happen, but Mario, I think you're right. Where it does, it is a little early. It was a little herky jerky. Give him time to come up, maybe after a little bit of a break, get a few practices under his belt, find some chemistry, and then just once he's here, he's here. Let him be an AHL All Star, and then call him up. That sounds great. How about that, yeah, yeah, and then send him back down for hopefully a Calder Cup run. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Well, the point made last night too of give him some time to play with Kane and Taze while he can. I think there's value there, too. Absolutely. Uh, yes, I, I 100% agree. Yes, yeah. I would much rather like to see him get <clears throat> two months, three months, whatever it is, playing with those guys, <clears throat> hopefully on their line, or at least getting to be, you know, practices with them and, and all the off-ice stuff. <clears throat> that would definitely serve him better than playing the last six weeks of the season with, you know, Jason Dickinson and and Sam Lafferty and, and Taylor Radish, and, yeah, yeah, and those guys, and and you know, being on a line with <clears throat> who knows who's going to be here after March third. Kane Taves maybe gone. Domi Athanasiu probably, probably gone. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's not a lot to do. Well, even aside from just line mates, just being here and being in the presence of veterans like that will help too. Yeah, you know? like ha- like going to play for one of the greatest captains in NHL history. He has that reputation. I think it took a little bit of a hit last year, but it seems to have come back a little bit this year Yep. Uh, to be around Patrick Kane and watch how these pros prepare every game. 
even if he's not a line mate with those guys, that stuff matters too. So there's value in him being up here with the team as it's currently assembled, hopefully. But again, we don't know. Yeah, um, being being in in a locker room that has those veterans around him will be is is beneficial. I hope he gets the opportunity to do that before those players are gone, <clears throat> and it'll be. It's harder for those young players to come up and get their footing in the NHL uh, when they are like the veterans or like they are or or like the veterans are like second year players. Like it's really hard to do that. So, you know, before this season, when when people were saying, oh, you know, the, the Blackhawks, it should just be all the kids this year. It's like, well, that that doesn't really do you anything when when you're in the NHL and you look around the locker room and it's all people who are like, what do we do now? That's not that's not going to work. So no. I, I think Reichel, if he has an opportunity to to be around this team with with Kane and Taze and 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 Domi and uh, Seth Jones and McCabe and Murphy and have all those guys around him for a little bit of time, I think that will will do a little bit of benefit. But um, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see when that actual long term call up is is actually going to happen. Uh, I want to address before we get to our uh, awards here. I want to I want to address a couple things in the chat, Brandon says uh, Arvid should go down to the Hogs for a recharge, and our friend Region Rev says, said it last night, why didn't Luke put in the backup goalie in the third to get minutes? The way the team is going, he'll be thrown in. You can't, first of all, Soderblom is fine. He's playing well. He does not look like he's spooked. He does not look like he's seen ghosts out there. He's playing fine. He's been one of the best and most consistent Blackhawks, so there's no reason to send him down just because the team is losing. Well, and who the hell else is going to play? That's the thing. The other Ice Hogs goalie. You also can't look at your team and say... Here's Jackson Stauber. Right. You can't look at Connor Murphy and Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane and say, you know what? Um, Soderblom's lost too many games. We're going to send him to Rockford and Jackson Stauber and Dylan Wells are the tandem right now. They're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Are we trying to do anything here? Like The reality is they're bad. They know that. But you can't just throw in the towel. This is not NHL 23 where you can just do whatever you want with your roster and there's no consequence. You have to remember this is a room full of professionals that dedicate their lives to winning hockey games for the Chicago Blackhawks. And if you're just going to pull out the best goalie in the organization right now that's at least a pro, right? they're going to look at that and say, what the hell, that's how you lose a room. Yeah. Because they're going to say, what is this about then? If this is about Rockford, cool. Like, then we'll just show up, we'll give 60%, we'll collect our checks and go home. And that's how you F up a culture. That's how you lose a locker room. That's how a coach loses a room. There, You can't. He, Soderblom is fine. He, there's, he's there's, here out of necessity. Right. And there's no indication that he is getting worse. No. He was fine. He was good last night. Mm -hmm. Gave up two one-timers and, you know. Like on the power. What play. do you want him to like, do? Yeah. No, I don't think his confidence is shooken because he's losing games. He lost a lot of games in Rockford last year <clears throat> and progressed. His game is not regressing. He's fine. Yes, in an ideal situation, he'd be the number one in Rockford, but he is the only NHL level goalie they have healthy right now. Right. Because Alex Stalock is still recovering from his concussion, and Peter Mrazek has two groins that don't work anymore. So mm. you kind of. And, You're and stuck with it. Tender, Great for a goalie. Tender yeah. groins. And then, you know, we've got, uh, you know, 
a couple questions about Taves' status as well. Taves will we, be back in the lineup. Yeah, we don't. They didn't practice today, so we didn't get any updates. We'll know more tomorrow morning at practice with Reichel going right back down. That tells me they expect him to play a Friday. It's not going to be a long-term absence yeah, for Jonathan don't, Taves. Don't worry about it. Yep. All right. Uh, before we get to our award segment, I want to tell you about our friends at Green Ridge Farm. They are a Chicago local meat and cheese comp- company offering you a better all-natural option. I love the deli meats that you get at the Jewels, at the Pete's, wherever you like to do your shopping. They've got the Green Ridge Farm meats in the deli counter but they really want you to know about their famous meat sticks. They're perfect for tailgating, happy hour, and school lunches. All natural, hardwood smoked for eight hours, 16 grams of protein per stick, and they make a perfect post-workout snack, I suppose. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. Right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and... Include a pack of those meat sticks in your cart. They will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Again, add any three meat products to your cart at GreenRidgeFarm.com. Include a pack of those meat sticks as well, and those meat sticks will be free with the code CHGO at checkout. Take advantage of that great deal and have some wonderful Green Ridge Farm meat. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. And speaking of great deals, if you want a great deal on... Sporting tickets, concerts, shows, whatever you need tickets for, you need to check out Game Time. If you ever dreamed in sitting a seat you never thought you could, like right on the glass at a Hawks game, maybe you like them 200-level seats, first row 200-level, mm-hmm. perfect for Blackhawks games. Well, you can get the biggest last-minute price pri- I'm going to start that sentence over. You can get the biggest last-minute price drops over at our friends game times where you, they will help you buy the seats you thought you never could you won't find a better deal this season on chicago blackhawks tickets game time is created by the fans for the fans guarantees the lowest price <clears throat> we looked up uh last night under 20 bucks to go see alex ovechkin in the caps on tuesday 14 bucks 14 dollars gets you in the door uh Oof. for for Future Hall of Famer Alex Ovechkin and yeah. former Blackhawk great Dylan Strom. There you go. Friend of the program. Yeah. Uh, fourth star the, the of the game. Fourth legend, star Dylan Hall of Strom. Fourth star <laughs> Hall of Famer. So uh, you got all that fun stuff going on. So go see our friends at Game Time. And uh, the best way to help us out here at CHGO is to click the link that's in the podcast description. So if you're watching on YouTube, first of all, thank you. Second of all, scroll down on your way down. Smash that giant thumbs up button. Give us a like. We need those. Those are fun. Do that. Yep. Then you'll see the link to Game Time. Click on that, and you'll be able to save tons of money on your sporting event, concert, and other ticketing needs. Game Time. Check them out. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> tickets and upcoming events, we also have our CHGO Bulls Takeover yeah. coming up on December 16th. Uh, that is going to be at uh, the Crossroads bar and grill here on uh, Madison street, not too far away from our offices. Uh, that'll be before the bulls take on the New York Knickerbockers, I believe yes. on that night. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, come out, uh, get your tickets uh, at CHGO, all CHGO.com. Uh, diehards get our, uh, get their, their discounted rate as well. So be a, if you're a diehard, you're going to take advantage of that. And, uh, it's going to be a good time. Bulls, uh, Bulls rebuild? Question mark. Yeah, 
Maybe. Why not? Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Everybody else is copying us. We'll see Seriously. what happens. But uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be a good time. Uh, I know the Blackhawks play that night on the road in Minnesota, so uh, I, th- I think I'll pop over to the takeover ahead of time, and uh, then we'll be here in the offices for the game. But yeah, it'll be, be a good time. Come on out. Come see a Bulls game. Uh, if you get a ticket to the event, it is uh, the uh, food and drink at the Crossroads. Yep. It is a free shuttle to and from the game, from Crossroads to the United Center. Uh, and I believe it also includes the ticket to the game as well. It does. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be a, a good time. It's going to be Head a wonderful all. time. And if you're going to Crossroads, try those corn bites. Yes. yes. The corn those tots. Are, the corn tots. <clears throat> those things are really yes. dab. Corn yes. tots with the, what was it, the, the honey, maple, maple, maple honey butter? Maple butter or something. Maple honey butter yeah. or something. Really good. All I know is every time I get it, I always dribble some of that down the front <laughs> of my shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to yeah. have your, your backup great deal. shirt. It's well, a great I wear deal. Pattern shirts, the stains don't show up. See, that's there you go. Brilliant. Uh, Crossroads is a great place, and of course, if you're a diehard, you save mm-hmm. on your ticket. Allchgo.com. Become a diehard and uh, take advantage of all these great events. We have so many events coming up soon. We've got the uh, Bulls takeover. We've got a Blackhawks takeover coming up. That is going to coming happen. Up. We'll get you details on that soon. We've got our, um, of course, our Chicago football tailgates. Yep. The next one is the 18th for Bears and Philadelphia. Mm. Uh, tons of stuff coming up. So That's allchgo.com, become a diehard. Cool. You save significantly on all of these wonderful events. So, all right, fellas, let's do it. We are uh, 25 games in to the Blackhawks season. Only 25, huh? Only 25, yeah. Feels like 125. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't have a ton to write about this week, to be honest. Sure. So I said, hey. 25 game mark. Let's take some time for my Blackhawks beat piece and head on some awards. So uh, I did MVP, best forward, best defenseman, biggest surprise, and biggest disappointment. Okay. So I'll let you guys start first uh, since my stuff's been out there already. Um, Mario, why don't you go first and give us your uh, MVP of the season? MVP. So far? I, I, yeah, I mean, there's so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I think. The, the on-ice product has left a lot to wish for and, and hope for. You know, uh, people want to watch winning hockey, and, and it's just really not going to come this year. Um, if you haven't picked up on that yet, welcome to the party. Uh, but one of the, one of the players that I think has is, is been leading this team and is going to be uh, probably mentioned uh, – a lot in this in this little segment we're doing here, uh, Jonathan Taze, like him coming into this season, I think there were a lot of opinions about his leadership qualities, um, his his want to to be here in Chicago and, and to be a part of this team as it was constructed, um, and you know he came into the year saying a lot of the right things. Um, doing a lot of the right things as far as being engaged as, as a captain of a, of the team and being able to, to have a good attitude as the, the losses started to pile up. Um, we haven't seen him be grumpy or complaining or anything like that. Like he was at the end of last season. Um, and then his play on the ice has been surprising for, for what we maybe expected given what we saw last year. So, um, from a perspective of both on and off the ice, I think Jonathan Taze has been um, better. His, he's been above expectations uh, that that he had coming into this season. So he is my MVP pick. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I, this was tough to pick just because there's not a whole lot to pick from. Right. I mean, it's easy to just say, hey, it's Patrick Kane because he leads the team in points, but, eh, you know, Patrick Kane is just, is he's being Patrick Kane. I mean, maybe you take that for granted. You could argue it's Max Domi just because he's he's been he's been better as expected. But I'm gonna I'm gonna also you can also argue it's Seth Jones. I know that won't be a popular opinion, but just look at how the team was affected when he was gone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody right. now kind of back in their slot. The power play is a little more dangerous now. It's but yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna agree and give it to Jonathan Taves just because <clears throat> he's added a lot to this team. You know. In addition to the eight goals and fourteen points, he's been amazing at the faceoff dot this yeah. year. Um, you know, hopefully, in you know, you would want more offense generated for being so good at, at the faceoff dot, but that's not necessarily his fault. There's right. only so much you could do with what you have. But he has been a true leader this year, and we were worried about that at the end of last year where he was saying things like, I don't know how to captain a losing team mm-hmm. or or I don't know what a rebuild is and all that stuff. Well, he, he figured it out in the offseason. He obviously, you know, had some conversations. He Googled some terms, whatever it was. <laughs> he figured it out. But, like, Luke Richardson has sung his, his, sang his praises a lot saying things like yeah when he's on the bench he's constantly getting guys going he's constantly coaching guys up telling guys where to be and then you just look at the other night you know Jacob Truba takes another run at one of his players who's the first guy to go get him Jonathan Taves that's Mm -hmm. not a guy that's checked out that wants to get traded that's a guy that's invested that's a guy that's a leader and he's my he's my MVP all right well that's uh three for three I chose Jonathan (laughs) Taves as well for all the reasons you guys mentioned uh, he's just been, I think, coming into the season, he was a huge question mark. Yeah. Because we weren't sure how invested he was going to be. We weren't sure if he even wanted to be here. We didn't know if he was pissed. He was pissed last year. Derek King said crabby. Use the yeah. word. You've got a crabby captain. Grumpy, I think. Grumpy, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he came in, and we heard some stuff, you know, in camp that he came in a little overweight, a little out of shape. Um, but maybe he wanted to play with a little more weight on his body. So he wasn't getting knocked off the puck as often as he was the last few years. So, look, as soon as the season started, he scored in the first game, and he hasn't really looked back. Um, The two-way game he brings, the leadership on and off the ice, the face-off domination. Uh, When I wrote the thing, I haven't checked since, but he was number one in the NHL in face-offs at 64.2% coming into last night's game. He's been terrific. So Jonathan Tate's got my MVP as well. Uh, next category we should, is... Uh, we should get to our super chat here before we move on. Oh, yeah, here. let's do that. Yeah, from, from Alton Vive, uh, four ninety nine super chat. Couldn't give us even $5, but not going to complain. Not going to complain. Thanks, Alton. Uh, says, just got my CHGO Blackhawk shirt. Can't wait to rock it at work. One of my favorite podcasts out there. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Alton, for Thanks. being a fan of the show. Hopefully one day we will be getting the not merch. one of your favorite podcasts, but yeah. your yeah, actual favorite. favorite podcast. But we'll take it. Maybe we'll Thank get you. that extra penny. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it all. And I got my CHGO hoodie today. Nice. Came in the mail today. Mm. Very nice. Popped it on right before I left. Uh, still had like the little, like the folding creases from uh, <laughs> coming out of the bag, but I love this. Here, Steven's got me on the single shot. Ah, good one. Very nice. Yeah, that, very cool. Can't wait to get I mine. Like, I like the, the, the sky blue around the CHGO. It really That's makes it pop it. off the black. And it's got the flag on the sleeve there. 
flag on the sleeve looks good. Looks great. So all chgo.com to become a diehard. You get a free shirt or hat when you sign up to be a diehard. If you're already a diehard, you save 20% at chgolocker.com. So take advantage of that. That's where all of our merch is, including our legendary 81 design we came up with a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. in celebration of our close personal friend. You know him. Good old number 81. All right, let's move on to the best forward category. Mario, kick it off. To avoid doubling up. Uh, on on MVP and best forward and most surprising <laughs> tripling up on most surprising player. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, best forward. Like again, you know, like you said, Greg, you can you can tip it to Patrick Kane because he's leading in points. Um, and I recognize that, but I, he also hasn't his 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 point production hasn't been as quote unquote Patrick Kane like uh, as we've seen in the past. Um, he's you know he's still the best offensive player, but I'm going to give it to Max Domi, who uh, at last check was one point behind Kane for the team lead. So, you know, he came into this to this team uh, not for a long time, but a good time. Uh, came in to be traded, like that's a one year, three million dollar deal. He's here to eventually play well, move to a contender, and get the Blackhawks some some future assets in return. Hopefully, uh, the way he's playing, it's it's looking. Like that is going to going to plan for Kyle Davidson that you know Domi is is establishing himself as you know a guy who can produce offensively. Uh, being back as a center apparently is doing wonders for him because yeah. he's uh, only behind Jonathan Taze on the team in, in faceoff percentage. Um, you know he's he's shown some some feistiness as is the Domi way and. Yeah, I, I think I think he's been he's been good. As much as we complain and tell him to shoot more often than he, than he is, he's making the most of it. Um, he's doing you know he's doing a lot for this team, uh, and I and I think that's great. He's been one of the he's he's one of the most noticeable players in the forwards group on every night, whether you like whether it's good or bad. Like he he definitely makes an impact. So uh, I'm going to give it to Max Domi. Yeah, I'm going to double up on that and give it to Max Tomey as well. A lot, of, a lot of variety. I knew I shouldn't have read your article before I signed on it, but I'm, I got some different answers coming up. Don't worry. Uh, I'm going to give it to Domi as well. I mean, you just look. He leads the team in goals, power play goals, game-winning goals, uh, second on a team in shots, even though we yell at him to shoot it more. Hey, he's shooting 17.3%. Shoot the puck! Shoot a little bit more, yeah. <laughs> if you had 60 or 70 shots, you might have 12 or 13 goals right now, but... Because that's a completely sustainable number through 82 games. Um, And there's a little worry about, you know, he's been leading the team in penalty minutes too, but I, I... 17 of those 33 minutes came in one, one night when he went, when he went <laughs> defending uh, Patrick Kane. Right. When he went after, uh, was it uh, Jost? Um, that hit Kane late behind the boards from behind, and he just jumped him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Who's no longer on Minnesota. He was yes, released. you're right. Yeah, he's on uh, Buff- the Buffaloes now. Um, Buffalo Bills? Yeah, the, the Buffalo Buffaloes. Um, so, yeah, Domi's been – we, we talk about this offense and how much it struggles on a nightly basis. And, yes, two-thirds of his goals have been on the power play. But imagine how bad this offense would be without Max Domi. Mm-hmm. It'd be somehow it'd be even worse. Tick, it'd be a tick worse. <laughs> well, I also have Max Domi as my uh, <laughs> best forward. Um, you know, for a guy who – has kind of had trouble sticking around with the team. He's bounced around a lot, played center, played wing. 
can't really find a home. Uh, the dude comes here betting on himself, knowing that if he gets an opportunity, uh, he'll make the most of it. And what I've liked about him, aside from the on ice stuff, is you could tell I, I, I when they signed him, I, my brain, I have like a bad reputation in mind for him. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of a, a diva or well, he tough to get along with. He also, you know, tried to goat Connor Murphy into a fight. <sighs> Murphy didn't want to fight, and so he just started beating the piss out of him anyways. Yeah. That kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But even before that, I, I felt like, well, there must be a reason this guy can't stick anywhere. He's traded all the time. But he's been awesome in the locker room. He's always available. He's always thoughtful. Those sort of things. And he co- he's come here and take advantage. And what you said about shooting, Greg, is spot on. But we saw him deferring a lot to Patrick Kane. Since he moved, uh, that was now four games ago, uh, 12 shots on goal in those four games. That doesn't sound like a lot, but going into last night's game, it was 11-3, and three, mm-hmm. which is a lot better. Um, Only one shot last night. Why? Because he was playing with Patrick Kane. Yeah, he's just asserted himself <laughs> more offensively since getting away from Patrick Kane. So I hope that continues. Kane had seven shots. And he's been, he's been really, really solid. A lot better than I expected. Yes, there are those moments of frustration, the dumb penalties, the not shooting when he should shoot. But overall... When you put the offense together, you put the two-way game together, you put the face-offs together, he's been terrific, way better than expected. And just like Taves, as he probably overperforms expectations, if he if he's going to be traded, he's driving that value up. Mm-hmm. Look, you're so trading for potentially Chicago's leading scorer at the deadline. He is one point behind Patrick Kane. And we keep saying, like, well, Kane's going to pick it up. The points will come. Eh, we're 25 games in now. So maybe they're not. I don't know. But regardless, if he's a few points behind Patrick Kane at the deadline, that's a very appealing, inexpensive pickup at the draft for a team that's contending. If he's still winning 57% of his yeah. face. And he could right. play center or wing. Mm-hmm. He, he could Imagine, truly bounce him around on all four Imagine lines. Imagine having a, a Stanley Cup contender where you could put Max Domi as your third or fourth line center. That's It's Christopher Stieg, right? Yeah. Like, but better. A better, I think Domi is a better player a than Chris Christopher Stig. More of an edge. I know that's your guy. That's my guy. More of an edge. But you, but you add him to a playoff Stig. team, and and I think that's a great like for a team that's not going to make a huge splash, but wants to upgrade. Yeah, I think you're going to get a lot of people trying to get Max Domi at the deadline. Yeah, because at that point you'll have the Hawks eat half the salary because who cares, right? And the salary, actual salary, will be down because it'll be two thirds of the season gone. Less than a million. That's a really appealing pickup. Yeah, you're getting yeah. him for pretty much nothing. But yes. Draft like salary wise, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're getting him for league minimum at that point. Yeah, it's it's and a no brainer. And I think you know, with him, you know, lead, leading the team in goals and and second and second on the team in points, we get on him. To, I think to shoot more because of the deferring, but also because we we all know. Writings on the wall. He's not. He's not here to be a part of the Blackhawks' long-term plans. Right. So we want him to shoot and score as much as possible <laughs> to get the best trade value out of him. He's also got a freaking awesome shot. He's, yeah. He's also not not bad <laughs> at scoring goals. Right. Like you, you don't know, shoot seventeen percent do by accident. Right. Like, you got to right. have a little bit of a shot, mm-hmm. and we've seen it. His last couple goals were op- were absolute snipes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Best defenseman. Best defenseman. Um, well, I'm gonna try and and go uh, a little bit off the uh, off the off the path here. Um, I think Seth Jones has has made. You you see, he has the biggest impact. Um, 
because when the team didn't have him, it was, you know, you're, you're trying to produce any offense by committee, and the committee is Caleb Jones, Philip Roos, Ian Mitchell sometimes. Like, it's, it's, it's not the same. Uh, but I'm going to go with someone who consistently, night after night, gives the, the, the same effort. You can always count on him and is someone that uh, we've, we've all been a fan of on the, on the fourth star uh, segment. I'm going to go the best defenseman is, uh, has been Jake McCabe. I think he's a guy that you can plug in to the lineup every night with confidence, knowing the kind of effort you're going to get from him, know the kind of game he's going to play, physical, uh, he's going to block shots. He's he's going to be able to. And he's a guy that can log twenty plus minutes if you need him to. Um, and and he's someone that I think you know. Last season, <clears throat> there were a lot of expectations on him coming in uh, as you know an, an off season acquisition, and you know was was coming from an elevated role in in Buffalo to to a Blackhawks team that was trying to be a playoff contender, and he was part of that. Like, oh, we can maybe be a playoff contender. We have Jake McCabe. And it was a tough year for him that last year. This year, I think he's 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 playing better. I think he feels a little bit more comfortable in 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 this role with this team. Um, whether he sticks out his contract is a question mark. But I think you know he's been one of the most dependent dependable uh, defensemen on this team um, this season. So I'm going to go with Jake McCabe. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jake McCabe. Obviously, we've talked about it a lot, but just for the sake of doing something different. Now I, I think Jake McCabe has probably overall throughout the opening night to now has probably been the most reliable defenseman, but the best defenseman on this team is still Seth, Seth Jones. Uh, we, we saw that his absence for those 10 games proved just how valuable he is in yeah. this team because now mm-hmm. everybody can be where they're supposed to be. And, you know, th- even missing 10 games, he's still sixth on the team in shots which goes to show that they don't have a lot of guys who like to shoot the puck. But mm-hmm. he leads the team in ice time, and it's not even close. He's got uh, 24-39 average ice time game. Second on the team is Jack Johnson at 20-25. So over four minutes more of ice time than anybody else on the team. Yeah. Just eats up those minutes. Never seems to be, like, looks like it affects him, like, except when he gets caught except on Except when magic. he gets a four-minute Well, shift. yeah, it seems yeah. like he always gets that three-and-a-half-minute shift every – five or six games yeah. but otherwise the the overall load has not really affected him um you know i know we, we could talk to so we're blue in the face about you know should he have been acquired should he have this contract none of that matters because night in night out he's the blackhawks number one defenseman and mm-hmm. he will remain to be the blackhawks number one defenseman for the next couple of seasons and maybe even beyond Yep, uh, he. I, I do believe that he is the te- the best defenseman on the team. I don't think that's that's a stretch, but uh, just because of the injury and because of the uh, total package and, and considering what he's coming off of cervical spine surgery, uh, I'm also giving it to Jake McCabe, who has just been awesome. He is a plus player on the Blackhawks. There are three <laughs> plus players on the Blackhawks. You want to guess who they are? You know, uh, one of them is Jake McCabe. McCabe is it? Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is a plus one. Yeah, he, hasn't he hasn't played. He hasn't played months. for a month and a half. Uh, the uh, third one, it's. Ugh. Is it? Uh, is it the other injured forward left? Is it? Is it? Uh, it's another defenseman. A defenseman. I'm gonna not look. I got the stats open. I'm not looking <laughs> at them. Uh, is it Murphy? Connor Murphy okay. is a plus two. So uh, McCabe was a minus one last night. So he's plus three. Yeah. Connor Murphy plus two. Tyler Johnson plus one. 
Uh, Jake McCabe, as of uh, last night, uh, going into last night, 56 block shots. That's seventh in the NHL. Uh, number one on the Blackhawks. He picked up another, I think, two block shots in last night's game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, two more last night. So I just, the dude's just a warrior. And uh, the more time we get to spend around him in the room, you can see he's got that quiet leadership quality to him. Uh, the dude just, like, if you were to, like, draw a stereotypical hockey player, it's Jake McCabe. The yeah. guy's just a badass, tough as nails, yeah. does everything he can to win. I'm going to give him another award. First guy chosen in the Blackhawks locker room if I need a partner in a bar fight. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> it's Jake, yes. But like, that works, yeah. I don't get angry. He gets angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Uh, come on, Jake. It's, I have a yeah. cousin, two of my cousins, uh, Matt and Gary. They're like brothers. They're so close. And Matt was a smartass. And Gary's a Green Beret. Mm. So when Matt and Gary would go to the bars together and Matt would talk shit to somebody, he'd be just like, whistle, and here comes Gary, like, to clean up the mess. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, yeah it was, that's what I want. Jake McCabe would be that to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would go tell somebody to stick it, and then when he st would stand up, Jake McCabe would be like, uh, back to school at Randy Dangerfield. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it just crushed the napkin holder. Yeah. Uh, Kyle M says, best D-man's a tough one for me. Several guys have had important stretches. He gives it to Connor Murphy. Sure. Not a wrong uh, answer. No, it's no. not. Windy City Hockey says Jake's willing to use his body, and I respect it. So I would agree that he's been the best blue liner so far. See, I mean, you can even make a case that Jack Johnson is playing so far above his pants. Truly. That he could be the best defenseman on this team just because yeah. when's the last time he averaged 20 minutes a night? When's the last time he's been a top pair defenseman? When's the last time you've seen him, you know, taking a puck end to end? And, and and crashing the net for an, for an opportunity. Like, he has been so impactful uh, in a situation in which, you know, when, when when we all heard that Jack Johnson was signing with the Blackhawks, uh, it was just like, oh, uh-huh, mm -hmm. tank is on. Like, it, it, but, but he has been uh, really influential on the ice as well as in the locker room. And I, I, I think you can make a case for him being one of the best defensemen. That's funny. The, the, the defensive group, there's not a guy that's performing that where you're like, like where, where you're left shaking your head like, ugh, like we need more out of him. Like maybe Caleb Jones well, guess from what? time to time. But as I was writing this, I was looking in numbers. Yeah. Caleb Jones is analytically the Hawks' best defenseman by a lot. Well, yeah. I Which mean, goes to what Lafferty Daniel's saying. Stats guy saying Seth Jones is one of the worst defensemen in the NHL can shove it. Yes, because Caleb Jones is not the Blackhawks' best defenseman no. by any measure. If you have to watch on the effing game. <laughs> yeah, it's not baseball, right? It's not like baseball is really the only sport where I think analytics like that should really be. There's so many the factors. Like micro happening. stats. Yes. Yeah. There's so many factors, um, and yes, the stat sheets look bad for Seth Jones. I challenge those people to. Watch a game, put it on, and use your eyeballs and and watch the players on the ice, and tell me Seth Jones is one of the worst defensemen in hockey. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Agreed. I know Region Rev's watching. I shouldn't do this kind of stuff when. But but you still just, do it. Natural. You keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I keep doing it. <laughs> I definitely shouldn't I'm sorry. be doing it. Yeah. My yeah. wrist hurts. Jay, you're gonna go blind over there. I, I, I think I jammed my wrist earlier. All right, let's get to uh, biggest surprise. Mario, who you got for your biggest surprise? Uh, my biggest surprise has been Philip Kershev. I, I think going going through last season, um, you know, there I wanted to see more out of him. 
I wanted to see more out of his development. And he was just thrown around the lineup a lot and just not really given a role. This year, he was given a role. He was given a, an opportunity to play a consistent, play with consistent line mates. And when the opportunity came because of the Tyler Johnson injury, he was moved up the lineup and he, and he continued to play well. And there were times where he was moved up the, to the top line uh, and he continued to be effective. I think uh, he's, it's been surprising to, to see that because part of me was, I don't want to say ready to give up on him, but part of me was expecting like, you know what, maybe he's, maybe he's just one of these young guys that this is what he is. He's a, he's a, he's a fourth line scorer, if that's even a thing. Um, but he's one of these guys where, you know, maybe he's just, maybe he, maybe he's just an AHL, NHL tweener that's playing above, above his, above his role. But I think this season we've seen Kurashev develop, take an extra step in his, in his, uh, in his path to being, you know, a more, uh, well-rounded NHL player. Uh, the defensive part of his game has started, has started to come around, um, I think he's he's creating some chances. He's getting some good opportunities. You talk about analytics. Analytically, uh, Kurdishev is is one of the best players most nights. Um, so I think that's 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 a good uh, in, that's a good indicator for where his development is. He's still young, and I think when this team is competitive again, there is a role. If Kyle Davidson agrees with me, I think there is a role for a guy like Philip Kurdishev. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you stole my thunder on this category a couple minutes ago. Jack Johnson is my biggest surprise. There you go. There you go. Um, because Jack Johnson's been damn good. Like, I had no expectations for Jack Johnson. We all sat here, and we all saw the numbers, and we all know for the last three or four years. It's been a punchline. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's been really good. He is second on the team in time on ice. He's averaging over 20 minutes. If you would have told me at the start of the season that Jack Johnson – has been average will average over 20 minutes a night. I'd be like, this is insane. This needs to stop immediately. Dude has been solid. He's essentially been a top pairing defenseman all season long. He's, he's he plays really well with Seth Jones. He's out there giving everything yeah. he's got. Mm -hmm. You never question his effort. Great in the locker room. Great guy to talk to. Just you saw it in Colorado opening night they wanted him to be out there for that banner raising ceremony yeah. they 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 brought jack johnson out to the tunnel after the game so the colorado media could talk to him as well and and abs captain gabriel landon make sure to come down and and give him a hug and and tell him thank you and that's for that's just a small example of what he brings to your team but he's been has there been one moment this season where you've been like, oh man, Jack Johnson's out there. This is going to end badly. No. no, no. The no. only play that I could, that pops in my head that where it wasn't a good look for him happens to every defenseman in the league, and that's when Connor McDavid blew right by him the other night. But that, that's not because Jack Johnson misplayed it. That's because Connor McDavid is freaking Connor yeah, McDavid. Yeah. Join the club. He'll right. do that to every defenseman right. if you let him. So. Jack Johnson's my most surprising player. I had very low expectations for him this year, and he's been he's been solid. That's a guy that Stanley Cup contender might be calling. Yeah. That's, that's a guy we brought in. We're just like, ah, he's going to be our sixth, seventh guy. He'll rotate in and out. 
He's could become a pretty good trade chip by March third if he keeps mm-hmm. this up. What did the Hawks give up to get Kimo Tiemann in? Do we remember what that was? It was a second round, it at least one much. second round. It was too much. Was That's it two true. second round picks? Whatever it was, that guy was barely mobile, and but came in and provided, you know, depth and leadership, and the guys in the room loved him, and there is value in that. Like I know we're in this new analytic world of sports where people just look at the numbers. These guys have value. Like, Jack Johnson played one year in Colorado, and the Avalanche were like, there's no way he's not going to be on the ice with us here. Yeah. No chance. He's coming out. He's going to join us in this line. He's going to watch this banner there's, go up with us because he was part I of follow it. a few Avalanche people, A, because of our connection to, to Denver, but they're in the division. And there's been a lot of chatter in Avalanche Twitter this year. They wish they had Janice Johnson back. Yeah. They wish that he was back on the team. Mm-hmm. When you got a team that has... Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram and Sam and and, and De- Devin Taves, and you're like, man, I wish we had Jack Johnson here. That's saying something. That well, significant matters. They, they also are decimated with well, injuries this is right true now too, and <laughs> we can send Jack Johnson right back to them for yeah. the price of Kale McCarr. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Low, low price. Yeah, it was a second round pick and a conditional fourth pick the next season okay. for a team. In I mean, way too much, but that's, that's quite that is a done. big ass for Jack Johnson. I don't think they're going to get that back. No. Um, but if you can get a third or fourth, sure. Boom, done. No problem. Yep. Uh, my biggest surprise is Arvid Soderbloom. Um, not so much because he's played well, but because he's had to play so much mm-hmm. and that he has m- maintained. His poise, his composure has never looked out of place, has never looked like I can't even think of I mean, maybe there's a handful of goals where you say, Yeah, maybe you should have stopped that one. Yeah. But overall, he's stopped everything he's needed to stop and just goes about his business, does his thing. He's quiet, he's poised, he's under control, and just does his thing. And I, I've been really pleased with how uh Sutterbloom has played this year. We talked about it a little bit earlier, so I don't need to get too yeah. much into it, but just the fact that he's, you know, got a 906 save percentage on this team is, that's good. By the way, I saw somebody on Twitter, damn it, I should have saved this, but someone was documenting, like, the drop in save percentage over the last 10 years. I saw this, yeah. And it's, like, like 10% down, like, the league average save percentage. Mm-hmm. So, 906, five years ago, was like, eh, 906 that- is, is above league average now at this right. point. Yeah, offense is up. Yeah, I, I remember I remember seeing that too. It was just like 20, 2015 was like uh, the at league average was like nine sixteen or something like that. Yeah, which is crazy, it's crazy. I, I and part of that has to do with probably a lot of like the legendary goalies calling it a career. Like Pecorine is gone, uh, Henrik Lundqvist is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the others that played in that era, you know, like Mark Andre Fleury is kind of he's not the guy he used to be. Uh, so the guys that would put up those great numbers are not, like Longo's gone. So that that has Bobrovsky's an impact. fallen off a cliff. Who's that? Bobrovsky. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, right. and they're having like you still have Vasilevsky and and you've got Shosturkin. Uh, uh, Shosturkin, and there are still great but goalies. Shosturkin isn't even having. But yeah. neither of those guys are having the years that we're used to. It's just not an era of goalies anymore. No. So that that could be playing part of it. Not All right, until Drew Camesso is here. That's <laughs> exactly right. All right, let's get to our biggest disappointment. Um, and boy, there are many choices. You have to have expectations to be disappointed. I, w- exactly. I was just going to say, how many guys, though, are you actually like, ugh, I want more out of them? And I got one. I have one. I, <laughs> I think of one, and it's Patrick Kane. Like, he leads the team in points, okay, and yet, it, like we've said, it hasn't looked like 
the Patrick Kane that we're used to seeing. And we keep hearing, like you like you were mentioning, Jay, before, the narrative is, oh, well, the points will come. Patrick Kane's still Patrick Kane. Like, okay, let's see it then. Like, like his goal scoring is down. His, uh, la- the, the last time I looked, the majority, I, it, it may have changed since then, but the last time I looked a few weeks ago, the majority of his assists were secondary assists and they and they were like he was he, his his five on five numbers like the rest of the team are way down and you know we can say like oh you know he's he he's still the same guy that that he's always been he's still an elite elite player and teams are going to still give up a lot to get him it's like okay sh- sure that can all be true but also it's you know are you are you trying to convince a team like hey Patrick Kane he's got 30 points at the trade deadline or something like something ridiculous like you know if that's the case are you still saying oh he's still the same Patrick Kane he's just on a really bad team like shouldn't if you're going to give up what people are hoping to get for him aren't you expecting to get a guy who's like can light up a team even on his own um just make sure they only watch the Rangers game sure <laughs> yeah there you go so I only I, watch I, this game. I think I, I think the ex the expectations were were high for Kane to still get his points even though this team was not going to be good. He's just not doing it, and I, I, I don't know where the corner gets turned. Well, that's a fair point. <clears throat> it's like you know, we're over a quarter of the way through the season. It's not going to get any easier. No. Um. So yeah, it's it's very you know he was definitely one of the guys on my list. Uh, but for the sake of variety here, I'm going to go with Peter Morazic. has been a major disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's been hurt. But even when he's played, he's been not good. Yeah. Um, now, this wasn't a guy that I thought was like, okay, we've, you know, we've got an elite goaltender. That thought never crossed my mind. But this is a guy that his last two contracts were given to him by teams with Stanley Cuts. Cup aspirations. The Carolina Hurricanes gambled their playoff hopes on him. So did the Toronto freaking Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. who are dying for a Stanley Cup. And part of the biggest reason it didn't work in either of those places is because he can't stay healthy, which he hasn't been able to do. He's hurt again. Mm-hmm. I can look past that. You can't control when your body gives up, you know, or not gives up, but just breaks down, whatever. But the nine games he's played, he's got an eight. 84 save percentage and a 405 goals against average. That sucks. That's horrible. That's rough. So he's a rebound machine. So you've got an unreliable goaltender who can't stay healthy, who when he is healthy is bad. That's a disappointment. Yeah. And I, I expected more out of him. I expected injuries because that's what he does. He gets hurt. But he also plays pretty good in his career. Uh, uh, coming into the season, his career save percentage was almost 91. That's pretty good. That's a number one. I expected the Blackhawks to have their number one goaltender set for the year, and he can't even stay on the ice. And when he's on the ice, he's not good. He's not. He's the third. He's the the worst goalie on this roster right now. Yeah, healthy or unhealthy. Yeah, starting in Carolina, uh, nine fourteen, nine oh five, nine twenty three save percentage. Then he goes to Toronto uh, last year, eight eighty eight in Chicago, eight eighty four. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and he's been dealing with injuries the last two seasons. Sure, and uh, that's fair. A lot, 
but, but yeah, it's it's still when you when you're healthy, you're hoping that the that level of play can be reached. Um, Spencer says in the chat, he's been the sacrificial lamb that gets to be pelted with goals while the team is bad. Well, Arvid Soderblom and Alex Stalock are in the same situation. Playing against mm-hmm. the same team. And Stalock. are performing better. Stalock's got it over almost 92 save percentage. His goals against is under three. Granted, very small sample size. Small, yeah. right. Had he been playing this whole time, I'm sure those numbers would have regressed, regressed yeah. a bit. But still, numbers are the numbers. He's been the worst by far of the three goalies. Yes, they're all playing uh, uh, you know, uh, behind this poorest team. But he's doing the worst, and he's the one that was supposed to do the best. Yeah, you were hoping for replacement level starter. Yeah, Not a guy who's going to steal you games, but it's going to keep you in them. And he hasn't been that. And yeah, Region Rev makes a good point. that there's, He's made some unbelievable saves in the first few games. That's true. And he's done those. There's been a lot of saves he's made that have been unreal. And those are shadows of what he used to be. But overall. But then he kicks a rebound right back. To yeah, the, the ice, rebounds are out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Too inconsistent. Control. He's just, I had a little bit of expectations for him. And that's why he's my biggest disappointment. That I think he was going to be a Vesna candidate? No, but I just thought he was going to be a somewhat solid, reliable starting goaltender, and he hasn't been any of that. No. Yeah. Well, you got a first-round pick for taking him, so that hey, works. That works. All right, my biggest disappointment, and uh, I hate to do this, but uh, I'm giving it to Sam Lafferty. He was one of my candidates. It's mm. a guy who we loved last year. From the second he was traded to the Blackhawks from the Penguins, uh, you saw a guy who played a north and south game, a physical game, lots of speed. Starts the game, starts the season this year with seven points in his first nine games. And yes, he's been hurt, of course, but has not scored a point since. Yeah. So seven in the first nine, then won ten games without a point. Look, he's not an offensive player, but even when he wasn't scoring last year, you noticed Sam Lafferty. Most games he's been in since that scoring streak ended, he was hard to find. And that's a guy who I believed, and honestly still do believe, has a place in this organization when the arrow starts pointing up a little bit. I do think that he's a guy who you can put in that fourth line role, move him around, yeah. you know, in a pinch can play up, you know, top two or three lines. Uh, I like him. I really like Sam Lafferty, but I expected more from him. And hopefully when he comes back from this injury, He's the guy we saw the first uh, part of the season and not the second part because it's like two different guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate to do it, but I just I expected him to be one of the young players that we could really count on night after night to at least be noticeable yeah. and make an impact on the game. And I feel like you know the last ten games for him have been tough. And yeah, acknowledging injured, but went, but prior to the injury, he prior was to invisible. the injury, yeah. invisible. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I I can't wait for him to get back. I can't wait for Tyler Johnson to get back just so the games are a little more competitive because mm-hmm. you've got like six Reese Johnsons out there somehow. <laughs> and I don't know how that works, but yeah. they're doing it's like oh, they I know how it works. Them. It's not good. <laughs> they've got a Reese Johnson factory. So many Johnsons. All the Johnsons. Yeah. yeah. All right, before we wrap up, let's uh, tell our good friends about Shady Rays and, and, and other friends. I suppose we could talk about a little Shady Rays. Uh of course, I got myself two new pairs of Shady Rays last night, and the sun hasn't come out since, so that's my luck. But Way to go. Yeah, my fault. My bad. Um, <laughs> but Shady Rays never understood why quality sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change the market, and that's exactly what they've done. You don't need to break the bank for sunglasses this winter because 
friends at Shady Rays, they have you and your eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. I actually, even when the sun's not out, I prefer to drive with my Shady Rays on. It just makes everything look crisper and cleaner. Best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Did you drop them in the lake? Did they fall off a cliff with Peter Mrazek's save percentage? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They will replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I could tell you from wearing them for the last couple of years. They are just as good, if not better, as any of those expensive brands on the market. Shady Rays also does something really cool. They provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's a lot of meals. So they're doing something good in the community while you're looking good in your community. And they stand behind their product. They told our team that if anyone has a problem, they will throw profit out the giant test window they have at the Shady Rays factory and they will do whatever it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the promo code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs of awesome sunglasses for as low as 54 bucks. Be the sunglasses guy at Christmas this year or Hanukkah <laughs> or whatever holiday you're celebrating. Whatever gifts you're giving, give everybody some awesome sunglasses. Festivus. They will, yes, that's the perfect Festivus <laughs> gift. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. And if you're looking for a holiday gift for the tailgater in your life or the person who hosts the backyard barbecues, uh, get them a quality cornhole set from Chi-Town Custom Cornholes, the number one cornhole provider for the Chicagoland area and Illinois since 2007. Their signature box designs can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted, and their cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders in the back of the boards, which are uh, very useful. Uh, the, LA, the, the holes, the cornhole holes, have uh, LED lights around them so you can do your cornholing at night. They have exterior handles for easy carrying because they are uh, not the lightest pair of uh, cornhole boards, but that's because they're made of sturdy, good quality wood, and they are handcrafted, uh, and they have the scorekeepers in the back. Abacus style for when you're getting use out of the drink holders, you can keep score, not have to do a lot of mental math. Uh, they can ship anywhere and offer local pickups, which is great. They're also veteran-owned and operated, which is great. And they uh, make, like I said, great holiday gifts. Uh, they can do corporate designs for your company's next uh, marketing or social event. They make good uh, wedding gifts. Uh, gifts for all occasions. Hey, it's Wednesday. Here's a set of cornhole boards. Uh, go out to their website, uh, chitowncornhole.com. And make sure to follow them on Instagram at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards. See all of their designs, their great work, and find the cornhole set that works for you in your life. And finally, DraftKings Sportsbook, the best in the world. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $100 and $50 in free bets if they do. Listen, 
I've been playing the same game parlays like pretty much nonstop. It's my favorite thing to do. I can throw a buck down and win a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I put 40 in my bank. I'm up to 67-something oh. uh, in, in a short couple of weeks. So it's go. a really fun way to play. Uh, jump on those. You can buy multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at one of those bigger payouts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And we got a question from Steve. Any updates on our first-round picks from this year? Rebuild report coming later this week. Rebuild report. CHGO.com. Don't miss it. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be Friday, whenever. Yeah, think, things are going well. We're gonna we're gonna talk with uh, Cam Robinson as well yep. tomorrow, uh, director of yes. film scouting with Elite Prospects. He's gonna be able to tell us a lot about the uh, Blackhawks prospects that uh, will be heading to the World Juniors uh, later this month, and most of those are Canadian, so that helps that he's uh, probably seen a lot of them uh, over his time. So yeah, things are are going pretty good for those uh, first rounders this year. We'll get into more of it tomorrow. And uh, in in the rebuild report Spe- as well, specifically about Nazar, don't expect to see him this year. He had surgery, yeah. and I, yeah, last last, year, last I great, checked, it was it. it was likely going to end his season. So, yeah. uh, and our Windy City Hockey uh, alerting us, uh, yes, the time change for the New Year's Eve game for the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets. It was a six o'clock start. It will now be a noon start time. I'm okay Woo. with that. Nice. We like I that. I approve. Plan your New Year's Eve. Steven, our producer, is very happy about that. That's, yes. what I was, that's what I was doing on my laptop over here. I'm like, I got to make sure this is true. Now, now he can great. go out and party. He can start his... Party, party. He can start his partying at 6 p.m. as opposed to 11 p.m. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So, yeah, noon on New Year's Eve. Uh, if you're not watching... The plethora of college football. Watch the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets in the, it's an important in the tank game. bowl. Yeah, it's a big tank it's a game. It's a must-lose game. The toilet tank bowl. Exactly. All right, we're back tomorrow at 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.